Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I think it's the chance to prove myself or the chance to sort of take everything I've learned you know, in university, on placements, working with companies, and prove that I did gain something from it and that I can do it. This episode of the Women in Tech podcast is a Red Bull Basement special edition. In this series, you'll hear from both students and mentors of the program over the next few weeks. The top thing I got out of the Red Bull Basement is getting to know lots of new people. I gained a lot of experience through these workshops that Repoon gives us and also makes a lot of friends around the world and it's just amazing. One word that I would use to describe Red Bull Basement is exciting. Red Bull Basement means to me an amazing opportunity and amazing experience. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. So excited for our next guest from Red Bull Basement, building up the Lava Aqua Project. Hello, Joanna, coming at us from the United Kingdom. Hello. Hey, yeah. I know this is your first podcast and you were thrown into it and it can be nerve wracking. So to kick things off, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I'm currently in my third year at university studying product design engineering. And in my spare time, I am trying to start up a business called Lava. And tell us more about Lava. So Lava started towards the end of May during lockdown. I was quite bored. And so I decided that I'd work on a project to fill my portfolio. So I found a problem. And the problem was that students overuse a lot of water because they don't really have a value for it because a lot of accommodations pay for it. So we developed a portable washing machine for students that reused shower water. Wow. So that students would have value for this water that they were overusing. When did you start first becoming interested in business and in technology? I became interested in technology when I had to select my A-levels at my school. And I naturally sort of went towards physics, maths, um, design technology. Then I found myself interested in a few schemes and it was actually a scheme at the University College London where they did a James Dyson uh, redesign the wheelchair project and they invited a lot of women and they really got us all involved and I think that helped build my confidence to be involved in tech. And how did you come across Red Bull Basement? My university has an entrepreneurship society that I joined and They spoke about it a lot and I was very interested. And what have you learned recently at Red Bull Basement that has helped you further along uh, Lava Aqua? So we worked with a mentor who helped us in getting in terms of like design rights and trademarks to sort of secure our business and our idea. And that's been really interesting because I definitely come from a more design and tech background, not a business background or like a lawyer. (laughs) 
doing all the trademarks and having to fill all that out and, and do the diagrams was, was really interesting and it was a great experience. And what is a piece of guidance or advice someone's given you along your journey that has really helped push you forward? I don't have a very good relationship with my mother and she liked to take ownership of everything that anyone did. So when she left my life and I removed her from my life, it was definitely a push to prove to people that I could do it on my own. I love that. And I mean that sincerely that I love that because I've had a lot of obstacles in my life that I've had to overcome as well. So I really appreciate from the heart. I don't want you or anybody listening to think it was a surface level. Like, I love that when I say that, like, I mean, like, (laughs) wow, I know what goes into the strength. So what I was about to ask is, how did you find the strength to have that confidence? Because I know in my own personal journey, just to be vulnerable for a moment, that It's very difficult to overcome losses and to have a strong sense of self in overcoming losses. So how were you able to do that? So I think for me, having a single father that worked all the time, I had um, had a younger sister. So it was definitely a sort of like I had to do it for her. Like, so my dad was terminally ill, is terminally ill. So the understanding that it would be sort of me and my sister was quite early on. So... I definitely realized I had to get on my own two feet quick for me and her. (laughs) And usually I like to ask, what's a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? And you're already talking about that. What you have shared has been a huge obstacle that you have successfully overcome. And so can you give us more detail like on for everybody listening who also has something that they need to overcome and they're kind of feeling confusion almost like whiplash and don't know how to make it to the other side and become the heroes like you are, what advice would you give them? Oh, that's that's another really hard one. (laughs) So I definitely think surround yourself with the right people, having good friends around me. Like like when I found my business partner, both of us, you know, were were very enthusiastic going to get involved and put a lot of time into things and finding that sort of other person. That's probably the a great way to sort of push through if you like and definitely a lot of humor a lot of laugh stuff off (laughs) I love it what does Red Bull basement mean to you I think it's the chance to prove myself or the chance to sort of take everything I've learned you know in university on placements working with companies and prove that I did gain something from it and that I can do it there's definitely an element of like I mentioned before like proving myself (laughs) and I always like to ask, what is your favorite tech tool? It could be a mobile app or a website or hardware. Is there a certain app that you really like or a certain website that you go to all the time or hardware that you can't get enough of? It's probably um, a software called Autodesk Fusion 360 because it's a really good sort of overview CAD software that allows you to do computer-aided engineering as well as computer-aided design and rendering. So it's just a really good, quite a light software for a computer for what it does as well, because it all cloud renders. So I think that one's the my, my go-to on all my devices. Incredible. And what is the future of Lava Aqua for you? What would you like to see? What's your dream? Oh, okay. My, my dream would be to actually have an environmental impact through the product. So with the product reusing shower water, it's taking what would be grey water and bringing it back to sort of reusableness without it being drinking water. So you're not really wasting drinking water, which is really vital because in a lot of households in the UK, your grey water and your black water get mixed. And at that point, it's then sort of unsalvageable. 
because it has sort of fecal matter in it. So by using a product that takes grey water and reuses it, there's way more drinking water. So I would love to be able to have a product that's rolled out like the Acrox that allows students to sort of take responsibility for the amount of water they're using and genuinely make a difference. Like ideally, there's a big stat that I like to use, which is England is set to run out of water in 25 years. Wow. I want that to be rolled back. I want more years. I think actually making an impact and giving people drinking water and keeping that going for as long as possible is is what I want. <laughs> Wait, is that like, is that for sure, for sure? Yeah, so it was done by a water survey. So um, we've been working with WaterWise, which are um, a charity in the UK. Yeah. And they're amazed at how little people know about the water issue because there's not enough reserves. In England, everyone jokes it's raining all the time. We've got water. But like, it's not being collected. It's not being made into drinking water. It's really scary. And it's scary how the little things add up. So when you take independent consumers, you know, your laundry is 13% of your water usage. That's actually quite a big chunk. You need to make this happen. So we said this, we, we actually did a really scary calculation. It felt weird. Like I got a weird feeling from the calculation. We added up how much water would be saved if people reused their shower water. Right. And if all the students in the UK saved up their shower water, that would save enough drinking water for the population of Sweden. So that's about 11 million people. And that's just from a few million students saving a percentage. So it starts to really, really add up. There's one last question I'd like to ask you is if there's anything that we could do to support and accelerate you as a community, we have so many listeners around the world. What's one ask you have and how can people connect with you to give you that ask? So at the moment, we have a website and a Instagram and really just following and being involved because we do like to post a lot of water saving tips and small things that people can do now. So even though our product isn't in manufacture and isn't viable, still being involved with us, with Lava as a company, you know, you can help save some water. And how can people connect with you on your website? You want to share your URL? It's lavaproducts.co.uk. And then the Instagram is lavaproducts as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast, Joanna. You have been awesome. It is so exciting that this is your first podcast interview and you're like, I don't even know what I'm getting involved in. Is there anything more you wanted to share before we wrap up? That's about it. But thank you. Thank you for having me. And thanks for going gentle with me with my first podcast. <laughs> of course. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. Womenintechvip.com takes you straight there. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joanna Power. I'm the co-founder of Lava and Lava develops products for students to help save water. And we're based in England and you're listening to Women in Tech. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.
Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.